Thanks for joining The Conversation, a podcast for and about women in business. I'm your host, Gina Simeone. This podcast is sponsored by Single Throw Marketing, a Google Premier Partner digital agency. Today is December 8th and also happens to be my goddaughter Brooklyn's 10th birthday. COVID shut down the world for a period of time, making face-to-face networking impossible. Now that we're back up and running, it's time to get out there again and leave your fears behind. On this episode, we are going to be talking to Nicole Gazzardi, who in my opinion is the queen of networking. Nicole's going to talk to us about how she networked her way to the top and started one of New Jersey's largest female networking groups. Welcome back to The Conversation. I'm your host, Gina Simeone. Today I am joined in studio by Nicole Gazzardi, who is a real estate investor who flips houses. And I met Nicole through some networking events. She is the woman to know in the state of New Jersey when it comes to networking. I was very impressed by all her efforts and wanted to get her on the show to talk about her businesses and also her networking capabilities. So welcome, Nicole. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yes, thanks for coming on. We're super excited to be in studio. I keep saying this all the time, but it's nice to be face-to-face. There's something to be said about face-to-face. Agree, agree. So yeah. Personable. yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit about yourself and your house flipping business. So about me, um, I'm a, a mother of three children, three uh, children, Brianna, mm-hmm. Matthew and Gabriella. Um, like you said, I flip homes. I also host an event, a networking event for all women. That's how we met. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then I also have a couple of side things that I, I started over COVID. So we'll get into that one being a, a dog subscription box. Oh, and uh, another being a construction company to add to my house flipping. Got it. So you have like a multifaceted array of businesses that you pioneer. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I got a late start. So with my story, you know, I wasn't always this workforce. I always worked. I always had a job just above rope, working for someone nine to five, the grind. Yeah. Making enough just to pay my bills. For the most part, I've been a single mom. I was divorced twice. So got married very young, had my family young, and then by 30, divorced, getting remarried, by 40, divorced. Oh, so, God. I mean, I've had help, but, um, you know, for the most part, it's always been me and my children, especially with my last relationship. So um, in that time, I went through so many life-changing events that really made me, I think, who I am today. Yeah. Just going through these these certain things and building myself up and and starting from, you know, losing my house, having no cars, renting a car every week just to get oh my, my kids to, from school and grocery store and blah, 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 to now making more money on paycheck than I used to make in a year. Wow. So it's been a complete transformation. Um, not that COVID was good, but, you know, during COVID, I did take that time to really reinvent myself and work on myself and even push myself Hence, starting the small, you know, the dog subscription boxes, and then even bigger, starting the construction company, which has been a godsend. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's great. So you you don't do all this alone, though. You did start a lot of it by yourself, but you do have some help from yes. your partner, correct? Yep. yep. So my, my partner on the investing is Billy, my boyfriend. He's the one who started me in this got me involved in this industry that I didn't even know, you know, anything about. Yeah. So I'm blessed, blessed, blessed to have him. So grateful. He's been like, you know, such a, a godsend to me for just what he's opened my world up to. Yeah. And then um, I have a business partner 
with um, the protecting paws, Amanda, you know her from the committee. She also oh, helps me awesome. run my events. You know, her and I have just such a great relationship. So yeah. it works. It works. But uh, but yeah, no, I mean, as far as the, the house flipping, I knew nothing about it. And that's my main source of income. That's my main nine to five, if you will. It's yeah. really, I say 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. <laughs> Because you're, it's you're always definitely not a nine to yeah, five. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of work, but um, it doesn't feel like it because I absolutely love doing it. Yeah, love doing it. That's great. What is it that gave you the motivation to really go out there and make things happen to start new things that you knew nothing about? Good question. So I've always been one to put in my mind, I want to do this. Whether it failed or succeeded, you know, I wouldn't know unless I actually tried it. And yeah. I wasn't ever afraid of trying things. I may have questioned myself, like, am I doing this right? Am I doing this good? Yeah. You know, do I look, you know, respectful to other people? Like I may have doubted myself, which I think we all have those inner fears. Yeah. Um, But I was never afraid to just implement something, an idea, a thought, something. And um, I think because of that, I've done a lot more. Yeah. You know, but I will say that I've dealt with or met tons of people that their biggest thing was fear. They're afraid to fail. And I'm like, how do you know you're going to fail if you don't even try mm-hmm. the, the best way to, and if you fail, who cares? It's a life lesson. It's a learning curve. It's, you know, you have to fail in order to to succeed. I think. Yeah. That's I mean, where they, you learn. They say I'm a big baseball fan and they say to, to hit the magical 300, you have to fail seven out of 10 times. Exactly. And so it's all about what you do when you are faced with adversity, when you are faced with failure, how you react to that and pick yourself up and keep moving forward. So I think that's super important, especially in today's world. All it takes is that one. Yes. All it takes is that one opportunity to fall into your lap and as you make the best of it. But if you're not out there trying, you're not finding that opportunity. Hence the whole networking thing. You know, I'm in sales. I love to network. That's really where I thrive. And so I'd search for a lot of networking things being newer to New Jersey at the time, found your event, the committee, and it started off, you know, not, I don't even want to say small, you were already bigger than most networking groups at that time. So I attended your event, heard you speak, saw all the women that were there. And I was very impressed. Like, how did you get all these, how did you start the committee? And how did you get all these women to jump on board? So interesting story about the committee. And I absolutely love it. It's a, it's a a passion. It's not a full-time thing. We have quarterly events now. They went from monthly to quarterly because it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot of responsibility. I didn't want to be known as Nicole that has a networking group. It was Nicole that likes to network and host a networking event. Yeah. So I started to find myself becoming, you know, Nicole who's host or has a group. Yeah. Um, But the way I started and the way we are now was my original thought. Um, It was just a way for me to say, hey, this is what I do and meet other women that are like-minded that want to grow, you know, whether professionally, physically, emotionally, any, anyway, yeah, financially, yeah. whatever they were looking to do. I wanted to connect with these women because I was learn- like yearning for it. You know, yeah. I was in a new industry. I wanted to get my name out there. I've always had a, a big connection and network just, I guess, you know, socially. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I You're put a it people out there. Person. Yeah. yeah. I put it out there and the first event had 50 women. And from that, it just grew. And then I think the last event that we had, there had to be at least what, 80 women. I would yeah, say. there was a lot of people there, but you have, even in your email network, what do you have like 200 contacts? So to date, it's gotta be more than that. I think we've had probably about 350 women wow. come through the doors. And again, it was a full year yep. pre-COVID, COVID hit. We did the whole virtual, which kind of failed, which I wasn't upset about. Like most people would have said, I'll never do this again, but 
I just said, it's not right now. It's not the right time, but yeah. I will do it again when it's the right time. Cause I knew I had success with the in-person, right? It was just a little bit harder um, to do it virtually because we were, you know, local, it was a local group. It wasn't like a national, you yeah. know, uh, networking event for women. So, um, but it's, it's been great. And I've connected with so many women, you yeah. being one of them. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's a, a great space for women, no judgment, you know, whether you own a business, whether you're an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, whether you're, you know, just looking for a female bond and connection, there's yeah. just all different opportunities. You know, they're not just mainly for business and, you know, and a way to make friends and, yeah, and learn and just, things yeah. and yeah. support local women in their business. Absolutely. So Nicole's event kind of, you know, so she was saying it was monthly, you used to have it at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, now then COVID hit virtual, just, you know, although virtual worked well for a lot of networking groups because it was easier and more convenient, it wasn't the jam for the committee. So you kind of took a little hiatus, you did a lot of reinventing, and then you came out with something bigger, better. I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with New Jersey and Bellworks, you know, Bellworks is a very large, awesome place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big venue. And so you hosted your event um, in September at Bellworks. So tell me about that. It was quite an event. Oh yeah. So all COVID I worked with the guy that does, I guess, coordinates all the events there. And I just worked and I was con- like very persistent and, you know, just, just kind of just explained what my vision for the, the event would be. And he was on board and we tested with September and it was, it was good. It was successful. It wasn't, you know, it's not like they, I'm sure there are huge events there. It's a huge space. Right. 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 Um, But it was good. It was a decent turnout. It ran smooth. I had great speakers. You know, the vendor tables were completely sold out within the first week or second. Yeah. Maybe. And, you know, and this isn't a profitable thing for me. Yeah. It's it's really, like you said, just to connect and just to get women together. Cause I think, more women are longing for those connection with other women in business, especially me. I mean, my main industry is construction. Like yeah. I'm not dealing with many women right. in my industry. Right. So, you know, sometimes I'm looked at as like, she doesn't know what she's talking about or whatever, you know, yeah, leave yeah. it to the guys. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, you mess with the wrong check. <laughs> it's, it's definitely <laughs> not like that. I think they get to know me and they see easily like, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but you know, honestly, it, it, the networking event is really just for connection. And yeah. I always say, you know, there's, it's not limited to one, you know, industry. So if you were marketing and someone else came in marketing, I encourage you guys to like link up Elaborate. and say what, yeah. what's working for you guys. Like, what are you doing in your business that you're having success with that you can share and help someone else, you know, and what's not working, right, you know, right, right. help someone skip that, that step of, you know, learning the hard way and yeah. just say, Hey, that's, not but it's it been great, you know? And again, I started all because I wanted to tell people like I flip homes and because of that, it isn't profitable on that end, but every woman in that group knows if they see a distressed property in their neighborhood, they're calling me. They're yeah. saying, Hey, something's yeah. up with this house, research it. And if I buy it, if I go into contract, if I end up closing on it, I send them a referral fee. So it's like an easy way for them yeah, to, make to make a some couple money. thousand dollars. You yeah. Know? Wow. It's just basically go on the hunt now for some, some abandoned it's, property. It's so funny because I have people all the time sending me pictures, you know, like driving by, like just saw this house, you know, here's the address and I'll do my magic. I'll research. I'll find out who owns it. Go to property, you know, New Jersey yeah. property records. And just, you know, if I lock it up they get paid. So it's a no brainer. And many people see these houses that look like they're vacant, fire damage, mold damage. You might know someone that's going through like a 
foreclosure, bankruptcy, divorce, really yeah, yeah, anything, yeah. anything. And they just need to sell quick and they don't want to deal with putting it on the market, having people in and out, especially with COVID. I mean, we're yeah. buying houses that aren't even distressed typically, but you know, they just want the convenience of a quick sale, knowing that we're a guaranteed buyer. We have the funds to buy. It's yeah. not going through approvals, right, and right, right. appraisals. Yeah. But that was my main reason to starting the network is just getting my name out there connecting with women, generating leads for myself, writing it off as a, as a marketing expense at the end of the year. Yeah. And then, you know, and I didn't think that it would go so, so, so well. <laughs> you didn't think you'd really encapsulate all the women in New Jersey. And then, you know, very demanding on my time, which was, which I did it not like, but I really, my focus, I have that shiny red object. If I see something and I'm like, like I said to you, I don't really stop going after things that I put in my mind, but sometimes I overwhelm myself. So I get the shiny red object. I want to go for it. Yeah. Full on. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I still have this to do that to do take care of this and that, you know? So I try to keep myself a little focused. <laughs> a little grounded. <laughs> um, that's yeah, that's great. So in some of our conversations, we were talking about how you know, COVID, you kind of took a break from the committee, um, but you weren't really taking a break. So you used, you know, COVID obviously was a negative for a lot of people and, you know, brought down the economy and people lost their jobs and things of that nature. COVID was kind of a positive for you because you were able to, as you say, reinvent yourself. So how did you do that? What were your, what was your process like? So I really worked on myself. I mean, I started working on myself probably about five years ago, but um, it wasn't until COVID hit that I was like, I need to get myself focused. And I really need to, to just thrive. Like I was determined. So, um, I just picked up on the sales aspect of the houses, putting full focus into that because now I wasn't being distracted by, you know, the The networking groups. Yeah. Um, but I really put full focus into calling my sellers, making contact, closing deals. My whole theory is you want to connect with someone that's going to help you elevate because listen, even people go to school, they, they connect with the teachers that are going to elevate them to learn. So of course, having Billy in my corner was a blessing because he knows how to do this. And this is his wheelhouse and having him right next to me, teaching me, I just took off and and to date, it's not even the end of the year, you know, for 2021, let's say I've already accrued over a million dollars in revenue for the business. Just myself. Good for (laughs) you. Um, I think I'm on, I I should have had this number, but I, I, right now, I think I have probably about 30 rehabs in in some stage or another. So I, the construction stage, probably about 15 and then 15 ready to close and get to that rehab stage. So Um, But then in addition to that, I just said, let's open up a construction company. Like I went to Billy again, connecting with someone that I know can get me to where I need to go. Yeah. He thought it was a great idea. We started AG Construction, Alvaro Gazzardi Construction. And to date, I'm now currently working on my own retail clients while he's handling, you know, the rehabs with, we have a, we hired a project manager. So he really controls all the deals. Like we hand him the house. We say, here's your project. This is the finishes. This is when the date has to be done. Go. He goes and he does it. Wow. And um, and so that's allowed me, it freed up a lot of my time because I was managing and running these rehabs with Billy. Yeah. And yeah. you know, we were losing focus on other things. Right. Once we got him in, I started focusing on retail. And I think right now I have probably about six retail clients. So wow. small. Yeah, yeah. But I just but you're getting maybe there. a month ago. That's amazing. So, wow, six for one month. That's that's pretty good. I'm a networker. The power of networking is so, so important and it really just helps you to thrive. And 
thank God we're able to start networking in person. I was just in Atlantic City at a trade show and I'm like, oh my God, this feels so good. They're back. <laughs> trade shows are back. And like, it feels good to it be does. in human contact, like not yeah. behind the screen, Yep. you know? But I mean, it's networking is, is so key, but it's don't just show up to these events, like show up, show hand up. out your card, talk, talk to, people, to people, get them to know, like, and trust you because those are the connections. Just another face in the room is not going to make an impact. You need to physically make your impact and show people, you know, this is what I do. If they see that you're dedicated and that you're driven. They're going to say, this is someone I want to work with. This is someone I want yeah. in my corner. Yeah. I know, you know? We, we always say, if you're going to be in the meeting and not say anything, don't be in the meeting. Don't come. Don't, yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. you're really not showing up. You're physically there. You're just not right mentally there. You're not Absolutely. really connecting with anybody wow. and you're not even doing yourself any favor. Yeah. And I know the biggest thing is people are afraid to look dumb or people are afraid to say the wrong thing or, and at the end of the day, we probably put more stress on little things like that mm-hmm. because if I said something to screw up, make myself look silly, they forgot about it already. Yeah. I'm the one. You're the one still stewing over it. Like, oh my God, yes. I shouldn't have said that. So it's just a matter of just, it's not how, it's how you react to a situation, not the situation itself. So if you come show up, talk to people, hand out your card, no matter how shy you are, they're not going to remember that this girl was shy or she didn't want to say much. They'll remember that, you know, yeah. they met you though. If you yeah. at least say something. I always try to wear something flashy, something leopard yeah, print. So, they see <laughs> so they'll say like, oh, yeah. you were the girl. Oh, yeah, you were that Do girl. something that makes yourself stand out. You yep. don't have to be the most social. You don't have to be the top player in, in your industry. Right. Do something that gives you. You got to make a name for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Pa- pave your own path. So you've been paving your path and it's kind of gone, you know, up and down and windy around. So looking back on, you know, your professional life and personal life, what would you say to like your 25 year old self? Cause I know you started guns hot from, yeah. the, from the jump. So what, what would you say looking back on everything that you've learned now compared to that? It's funny because I always go back and forth. You know, I was a young mom, so I got a very late start in my career. Whereas when I was younger, I would say to myself, I want to be a career woman. I want to live in the city. I won't have kids till I'm in my thirties or, you yeah. know, you always have these yep. vision of your life and it never really works out no. that way. Very <laughs> never, never does. Does it work out that yeah. way? But I just wish that at 25, I really went for, I didn't have that fear that really held me back. I really wish that I was always one to go for things. So I put an idea in my mind, I'd go for it, but I never really just, I never pushed myself at anything. Cause I, I was fearful. I was a young mom, pretty much divorced, you know, and raising my children alone for the most part. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, I think that I used it as an excuse, as a crutch, you know, I was too busy to do this, too busy to do that. Well, right now I'm literally too busy, but I still juggle and I still manage and I still fit everything in. So yeah, I wish I didn't make so many excuses to be successful or to go after what I yeah, want, I yeah. guess. We have some quotes on the, on the wall here in our single throw podcast and the quote right behind you. You can have results or excuses, <laughs> not both. From the I, famous Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, so her back so is funny. Her back is to that quote right now. So as you're saying that, I'm like, do you have eyes in the back of your head? I know what I just noticed now that you said it. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Yep. And I just said this about me. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I had no idea that was back. Oh my God. I need to, I need to get some more quotes and put them on the walls. That here, is but too funny. Yeah. So no, it's true. You can have results or excuses. And I had a lot of excuses that I that age because I was very inexperienced, but 
if I knew now, and I guess that comes with age and knowledge and experience, but if I knew now to tap into resources, you know, cause every, every great player has a coach, right? You know what I mean? Right, right. At that age, when you're so inexperienced, that's when you need coaches. And it doesn't mean you have to go spend thousands of dollars on a coach. Go to the industry that you're in, go to networking events, find that person in the room that you can just connect with, get their number, get their email, start asking them questions, build a relationship, like leverage the people that know more than you. And then one day, hopefully someone's going to be leveraging you, you know, as, as the expert. So, yeah. Oh my God. I couldn't have said it better. That's yeah. yeah that's yeah. amazing. So when you're young, you're, you're new. Yep. You know, just, you're the new girl, you're the new girl, connect with someone and just make make stuff happen. Yeah. That's amazing. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. That's those are words to live by. Yeah. And then I have to definitely plug my, my protecting paws. Oh yes, com. please tell us about that. So for all the dog moms out there, it's a box that's curated for you and the dog. Oh, so it's not only your dog getting little treats and gifts and fun things. Um, you'll get stuff too. as, I don't know. No, I don't oh, have a dog, no, but I, I did growing so. up. I did, did growing up. Yeah. But super cute. It's, it's protecting paws.com. Oh, all my friends have dogs. So yeah, it's the, honestly, it's all usually local yep. or New Jersey based for the most part, the products. Okay. Um, but it is all small women-owned businesses again, mm-hmm. for the most, yep. most part. Um, but the stuff in it's very unique. It's not like, you know, I, I know that some of these, these boxes have like cheap toys. These are really top quality. We hand select and we literally go through everything, every item, every product that we serve, uh, we sell because we do have an online store. Yeah. Um, we talk to the vendors, we know them personally, and we have our dogs. They're, they're dog tested and approved. That's awesome. And do you ship nationally as we well? Do. Okay, we do. Okay, great. Do. So yeah. I, yeah, I have a lot of friends that are not in New Jersey that would be interested in that too. So. Oh yeah, no, it's, you'll, you'll see, I'll send, I'll show you some pictures. Yeah, time. yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming in. This thank was really great. Me. This was great to hear about the power of networking. And I really think that I'm personally taking away some things and, you know, you and I have talked numerous times. So yeah, we brainstorm. Um, yeah. And good luck with all of your businesses. I know it's a lot, a lot to handle, but I'm doing it. You're doing it. It's <laughs> one foot in front of the other. Always. Thanks again, Nicole. We'll Thank talk to you, you soon. So if you're a local New Jersey woman looking to get out there professionally or personally, you can come to the next committee meeting that will be held in 2022 of Q1. But in the meantime, to get all the latest information, follow their Instagram page at the committee NJ. That's T-H-E-C-O-M-M-I-T-T-E-E-N-J for all the latest updates. And if you're not local, definitely look into all the local events in your area to network with powerful people and women that can help you advance your career. The conversation is brought to you by Single Throw Marketing. Are you a badass woman who wants to share her story? Shoot us an email at what she said at conversation, C-O-N-V-H-E-R-S-A-T-I-O-N.com. You can listen to the conversation every other week on anywhere podcasts are found. Again, I'm your host, Gina Simeone. Thanks for listening.